hold that thought. The first thing you do, I'm getting into a conversation, and all you can say is, hold that thought while I plug in the microphone. I want to record every single word that you say. If you can, like, hold that energy up through the entire show, it'd be great. It's okay. You can steal it for an intro or something. <laughs> so I did feed him a um, frozen yogurt from Sam. And I had some chocolate-covered coffee beans, too. I have more in my purse if you need <laughs> <laughs> Why'd you wind him up? <laughs> so, uh, I don't... As you were saying, I don't think that anyone listens to the show anymore because we're not doing the show anymore. That could be a serious detriment to listening if there wasn't a show to listen to. Yeah. We kind of took the whole summer off. We had Obi came... And then I had time off, and then work canceled a few times. And then a few I'm times. finally here. Well, like, they just didn't have, like, like a sprint review. Because <laughs> when Obi came, it just, you know, was obviously a bad time to show up. Like, even beforehand, like, because we were kind of expecting Obi to be getting yeah. didn't come till the end. Oh, yeah, because I skipped a time because Obi was getting close. And then we had Obi, and then I, oh, I had vacation because it was, like, 4th of July time of the year. Whether that day was vacation, I don't know. I don't think it was. It was, it was I think it was like a, just a part of a week or something. It was on a Thursday, so it was just kind of odd, like having a you know day off in the middle of the week in the middle yeah. of summer. So I ended up uh, going. Uh, you know, I ended up you know riding my bike that day, and then later on meeting up with uh, Zach and Rachel downtown. Mm-hmm. Uh, excuse me. They're like, yeah, let's uh, meet up at the top of the Duquesne Incline. I'm like, okay. So I get there, and I'm just, like, standing around for an hour. Uh, like, I got there, like, way early anyway. So so they're like, well, we're down here at the bottom of the incline, and it's all crowded. We're going to the other one. So they're like, so apparently they got over there, and it's like, oh, well, it's crowded here, but at least it's moving. <laughs> so... Uh, and then, like, I eventually had to walk down, like, more than halfway to the other one just to find them. And then, oh, the fireworks are starting now, so then we're going back the other way. Oh, so you never actually, like, got to, to find them, or you did find them finally? We, I did. Oh, okay. Uh, like, almost all the way over to the other incline. But then that's when the fireworks started and everyone, like, turned around the other way. Gotcha. So, like, I found them just as they were starting and uh, pretty much watched the fireworks through, like, a little crack between, like, two apartment buildings up on Mount Washington. <laughs> He's like, there goes one! <laughs> no, no, it's more like, okay, like, which, like, uh, find a good spot, find a good spot, okay, uh, no, try the next building. Uh. <laughs> I remember one time I was coming down probably 376 or 79, down south, probably 79 actually going to work on, like, a 4th of July night or something, and I'm just leaving or coming, I forget which, and it's just a up over the road. It was pretty cool, like, seeing it from the roadway. But you can't really, like, look too hard because the whole driving thing and everything. Yeah. Uh, Kennywood apparently had uh, fireworks, like, a few days around there as well. Okay. So. And then, of course, like, people were randomly shooting them off uh, in town here. Oh, really? Yeah. They do it in town, too? We have different neighbors out in the country there. They shoot them off. Back home, my parents and people across the road always would do it. Then we found some people on this one back country road. We were driving to our house one night, and they're just, like, shooting off fireworks. I think we saw them maybe a couple times. Simulated dialogue. Yeah, like for a show intro? Uh Uh-huh. I picked blackberries in my horse pasture and had enough for two pies. Neat. A horse apparently doesn't like blackberries. <laughs> so I was like, okay, I'll eat them. Let's hear what things show your fringe. Fun things. Things that have happened things, I guess. Let's see here. Yeah, like stories I used to have in the list, but I'm like, eh, let's cut these. <laughs> Rachel can tell about her Raspberry Pi 4. Yes. Just that, you know, I have it. <laughs> Not that I know much about it. <laughs> She's been using it. It yeah. plays YouTube a lot better. Yes, it does. It actually is. Like, I think they've kind of finally got that 
point where you could have an everyday uh, a simple computer, if, like if you didn't need complex things, you just needed internet, like it would be enough. I was trying to, today I was trying to figure out how to install, well Steven had me think about uh, Google Keep, like trying, instead of widget, I don't know what that is, but anyways, <laughs> <laughs> um, using the gala, yeah. We couldn't really find any good, uh, no. good software and pie to do that though. There's that one. Where's the other one? Because the baby pigs are new too, they happened like the week before Obi was born. So uh, So yeah, you post all these baby <laughs> pictures except your own baby. So funny story behind that. So we had them the week before he was born, right? Okay. So I took a bunch of baby pictures, put them in a Google Photos album, and put a link in the family chat with my family, and underneath it said babies. <laughs> and just sent that. <laughs> of course they didn't think we were having twins, but... <laughs> so they all opened up the album excitingly, looking to see the baby pictures, and they see babies! <laughs> Different species, though. <laughs> These ones are getting pretty big, like, that. Very pudgy, like, very pudgy. Yeah, Steve was like, I'm never gonna get another chance like this in my life! <laughs> I, I, was, I was thinking that you would... You put the baby photos up on, like, Google Photos, and then you put these baby photos up there, and then suddenly there wasn't enough room, so you had to delete the other ones. <laughs> <laughs> we don't need those photos anymore. Uh, that... oh, I probably wrote the horse since, yeah, because I, that was since the last podcast, probably. I guess I got to ride my horse finally, too. Oh, was other new news. Um, any other babies? We have goats, but we've had the goats for a long time. We have uh, dogs. Here we go. Oh, here, here's a good baby picture. There you go. <sighs> so did you end up doing a, a podcast with Zach? No, uh, but I invited him over for some casserole. Oh, okay. So you really have, uh, have really have taken the whole entire summer off. More or less, yeah. Well, at least I beat the previous record. The Utah Chris stopped podcasting when he got married, and I, <laughs> I lasted just a little bit longer until we had a baby. <laughs> well, I mean, at this point, you've been having babies this entire time. I know. I've got a lot of babies, and I've got a lot of kids, too. <laughs> you wouldn't Same believe diff. how many kids I have. <laughs> how many kids? One, two, three. I'll count him four. Yeah, like four kids. <laughs> You must be really busy. <laughs> Got a bunch of goats. Oh, why'd goats? you have to spoil it for? Spoil what? The joke! <laughs> you the ruined fringe. the joke! This is the fringe. <laughs> well, we do have a lot. Were you still trimming some of them? Uh, I think I got it down. Okay, just making sure that I wasn't going to read articles that uh, I wasn't supposed to be reading. I mean, this is like... Pretty much an entire page worth. And a whole summer of... <laughs> Plus there's like three AMD ones like right in a row. <laughs> DynaDNS, Oracle Crowd, all that. I believe I've used them before. Is that what you, you use? Yeah. Okay. Were they a free one? Uh, well, ye they used to. I think they still were. <gasps> I knew it! I knew it! <laughs> I knew it! <laughs> okay, would you mind maybe elaborating on your outburst? Wiggling the mouse definitely makes IO happen faster! <laughs> on Windows 95! It did! It really did! <laughs> I. Yeah, now that, you know, I read it, I'm like. Oh yeah, it did. It really did. 
But but then you know micro, you know Windows ninety five had this other thing called multitasking, so I could like play solitaire at the same time. So playing solitaire made it in the IO go faster because you're moving your mouse. Or like I would go play Legos or something. Yeah, <laughs> I remember I keep putting a floppy drive. It's like. And, like, you splice the file up into, like, five chunks because it's, like, 90 megs or whatever, <laughs> however many chunks it would be. And, like, it's just either grinding away and you take the floppy drive out, plug it into other computer, read it, erase it, bring it back, next file. <laughs> I've done that a few times. 90 megs? Something like that. It takes a while. Yeah, that would be, like, 60 floppies. It definitely took a while. <laughs> And I thought installing Windows 95 from floppies was hard. That was 20. Yeah. Well, that's like you use one floppy and just move it back and forth. You have lots of time on your hands. You're doing because homeschool, you know. So you do your homework. <laughs> when it's done, you just pop the disk, pop in the next one, start copying, and go back to your Those homework. must have been very slow drives. Because, like, even the floppy drive in this thing takes 20 seconds to write out an entire floppy. Like, I think that's... Pretty fast. Could be my memory's wrong. Yeah. But I remember it taking a long time. Flash drives were horrible too with USB 1.0. But they're so much faster than floppy drives. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what's faster? LAN. I remember trying to do the serial connections. <laughs> it's like a utility. A null modem or something? No, it was, I don't know if it would be considered a null modem. It was just like the serial cables. You plug them together. Yeah. And then there's direct cable connections. In yeah, that would be like a null oh, modem. Okay, yeah. You plug them in. Sometimes they connect. Sometimes they don't. <laughs> and sometimes they drop in the middle of the game. <laughs> You're like, I was getting his base! I had him! <laughs> okay, which game would that Real, be? Real War Rogue Stage. Uh-huh. Um, I think Simon Scooster, however you say that brand name, made ah. it. Okay. Scuster, Scooster, what, I'm not sure how it's pronounced. Simon something. Schuster, maybe? Schuster? Yeah, Simon Schuster. and Garfunkel. Yeah. <laughs> Simon and Garfunkel. <laughs> they make kid games? Books. Books? They don't make books. They make good video games. <laughs> Probably not even on their website anymore. War games, no, it's all books. It was a fun game, actually. Real War Rogue States. There is two different, uh, two different editions of it. Simon and Schuster Interactive. Ah, so I was right in the uh, in the name. No. Ninety nine dollars. We're sitting on gold mines. We have like three copies. <laughs> oh, oh, you can get 23. it. Twenty-three. Okay, it's still worth a lot of money. Like twenty-three dollars. Oh, the old one. The old one is worth ninety-nine dollars. We have two of the old one. We have like can... three of the new one, two of the old. Oh, one. and you can get it on Prime too. Oh, you can buy it used for twelve. <laughs> I was gonna say like. <laughs> uh oh yeah. Speaking of LAN, um. So, you'll notice that there's no gray cable going around that way? I don't all the way remember the gray cable from before, but anyways, tell me about what you're going to tell me. So, uh, I finally figured out that, you know, there's some, uh, like, coaxial cable running through the house. Oh. And it, one of them came out here, so I finally... So your modem's up here now? Well, no, like, the gray cable is now mm -hmm. going through the wall. Yep. Like, I, I don't have, like, any kind of, like, plug-in keystone thing in the wall yet. Like, a jack in the wall. Oh, it's wall. just through the wall. Yeah, like, I have it threaded th up through, okay. like, a hole in the beam. Yeah, that works. <laughs> no problem. For the, for the moment. <laughs> gets, it gets the job done. It was a fun game. The multiplayer was fun. I could, I kind of had the steps figured out, because you have to get bases built up to play. Oh, you have a build order. Um, yes, you do have a build order if you get your supply lines up and you have to build helicopters, to, they can do it too. And what's, thanks for helping me, YouTube. I really wanted. Um, anyways, you, you would have an ideal build order, but sometimes it's personal preferences. Like each land, your sea, whatever, had its own uh, 
resources. So depending upon what you like, you build too. But anyways, I had my build order figured out so I could get my seven Apache helicopters out. Just as my brothers were just building their first like resource bases, I could like bring in seven attack choppers and just wipe out their base, and they'd always like, no fair! <laughs> it was the best because I could do it every time. Like I had it, I just I had all my clicks figured out. Like that first like. 10 seconds, very crucial. You could get all of your clicks in, and then like 20 seconds later, seven attack choppers, you take them over, drop it on them, wipe out, you know, some of their stuff, then you can build, because otherwise they're catch up to you, but if you wipe out a few supply things in the first 20 seconds, you put them back, like a lot of time, especially if you wipe out some of the resources that they're building, and then you just go back to your base, and then you can just hit them later on with bigger stuff, but you've got like your foothold, it was kind of fun. Yeah, I had jerk. I had friends who were jerks like that too. <laughs> hey, I wasn't cheating. Uh, at least with StarCraft, I was like mildly competent against them. <laughs> and like, I think it was the first Age of Empires two game that I played against them. And like, the one. I was going to say, like, he was the brother of the one friend, but I was kind of like a friend with him, too. Mm-hmm. Like, this is, like, I had never played AoE 2 before, and, like, I was even better than him. <laughs> That's funny. That was a fun game. He had nukes, he nuked people and stuff. It was entertaining. A different units counter the different units kind of standard game stuff. But it's a kind of a neat strategy game overall, and you could even design your own maps. There was a map editor; you could make them up. But we oh. used to, yeah. Say so yeah, StarCraft. Yeah, the there yeah map editor with that as well. It seemed like every other week, like between me and like the group of my friends, like mm-hmm. we would have a new map about every two weeks <laughs> to go and play because there's lots of editing and things. Yeah, this was seemed like a smaller game. Like pretty oh, no. much everyone I've ever told that we play this game was like, "What's that?" <laughs> but my brothers and I loved it. My one friend in college, because <laughs> I was playing like uh, World of Tanks, and I was like, "See, they're playing it." He's like, "You play all the hippie games. Like no one plays those games." <laughs> all the hippie games? <laughs> That's what he said. I was. I was like a hippie gamer, I guess. <laughs> Because, like, no one else played it. This was before it was got big. We played it, like, when it was way back in beta. Oh, he probably meant hipster. Okay, I don't know. Maybe it's like hipster. Hip, hippie games, like, would not, like, have so much war and stuff in it. Okay, I, I think his intention of the meaning was off-the-beaten-path games that okay. no one else played was his definition. Okay, that, that would context. be hipster. Okay, hipster games. <laughs> Something that begins with H. <laughs> but yes. Anyways, me in the game days. Uh, so yes, I used to use that over the, the serial cable. It was fun. No. Kilogram monster would not include touchscreen. Sounds to me like an accident was behind that decision. What? Moss, I wouldn't have liked wrinkly touchscreens in cars. <laughs> Kilo is dead. Oh. So, did you ever see my brother? When he uh, yes. moved in here? Yeah, I met him, like, the one time. Yeah. Um, and then, like, he moved back after, like, two months. Yeah, he decided that Pittsburgh wasn't his thing. and he, like, Well, he realized that Portland was even worse. Like, even though he's, like, lived there Portland on and off. Portland was worse. So he went to the worst place? Um, how should I say this? He's, like, lived out there for, on and off for, like, 15 years. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's, like... I kind of hate this place now. <laughs> and, you know, like, I'm not exactly progressing in life. Yeah. Uh, and, like, nothing's tying me down here. Uh, so he apparently, you know, wants to move back over here. And he's also, you know, accepted that he probably should broaden his uh, employment prospects beyond a bookstore. So he moved, moved back to visit, moved back out. 
Now he's decided he doesn't want to look back up there again. He's going to move back again. Yeah. Okay. So he uh, might be coming back, like, early October-ish. Oh, is he going to stay with you again? Yeah. Okay. Does he have uh, plans, or is he just vaguely coming back back this direction? Um, uh, he was thinking about, like, maybe uh, like working as a security guard uh, out there somewhere, but, I mean, he might uh, do the same over here. Mm-hmm. If he has job experience, that could help. So, he doesn't exactly have any kind of security-related <laughs> experience at this point. Oh, okay, so he gets it. What? Every single time they handle the standard kilo, it lost some atoms of its mass with slightly change. Over time, the standard kilo is estimated to lost about 15 micrograms. That's funny. So that means over time, like, literally the calibration goes off. Yeah. Like, over time, the kilogram would get lighter and lighter and lighter. <laughs> I knew pounds were better. <laughs> Oh, but not so fast. The pound is is officially defined in terms of a kilogram. <laughs> you suck, France. Seconds in the meter. Interesting. So, seconds in a meter, but a meter meter is still a unit of length measurement. Well, yes, but it's defined in terms of, like, a fundamental constant of the universe. What is the constant? It's, like, it's defined in terms of, like, how, like, how long, uh, or not how long, like, what's the distance that a ray of light covers in a vacuum in, like, a certain fraction of a second? How's to say that the your length measuring rulers the right length? That's not a, a physical constant. That's still a yardstick. That's why the king just plopped his foot down. All right, lots of foot, guys. It's <laughs> <laughs> a pretty big foot. <laughs> then again, he was probably like some warrior general or something. Probably <laughs> like. Or, like, his son or something. Yeah. As they were. All being pretty mean to big feet. And... <laughs> and even aliens in other worlds could possibly match precisely... Wait, this happened on May 20th? Wow, this was... <laughs> yeah, we, we did take a lot of time off, didn't we? <laughs> Three months? <laughs> the meter, no longer a metal, metal bar in St. Cloud, is now defined as the distance the light travels in a vacuum in a specific, specific interval of time. There we go. That's the answer to what I was... I was asking earlier, how could it possibly be a meter? Because that's got to be some measurement. But it's not. It says, second yeah. is def defined as a specific number of vibrations of an atom cesium. So that's something yeah. you can count yes. without relative measurements. So that flies. Then you use that baseline to measure how many seconds... And now you have your meter length of how far it flew. Mm -hmm. And then you can use that distance to measure your weight. Oh, okay, that makes sense. That's legit. It's the great foundational building blocks. Although I'm still curious as to how they measure something like an amp. For electricity. Yeah. Yeah, because it's relative to something. Well... Like, an amp is, like, a certain number of electrons passing through, like, a particular point of the wire yeah. over a second. The question would be, did they calculate how many electrons were passing after they established the unit? Probably. 
mm. kind of like we know well, how many miles. I mean, miles. at least at least that that is kind of understandable. What about a volt or an ohm? Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me if ohm is some baseline, kind of like how Celsius baselines at uh, your freezing for your zero and well, your boiling for your hundred. Except I don't think that Celsius like. It's based on like the actual freezing point of water, but rather absolute zero. Did I have the wrong one? I thought that's, that's Kelvin's Kelvin. Kelvin's are based on the absolute zero, yeah. aren't they? Yeah. And then Celsius is derived from that probably. Am I wrong? Kelvin is the base unit of temperature. Oh, not always the case. So it's roughly zero degrees Celsius. Yeah, it, it depends on a few. But that's the, that's the idea behind the unit of measurement. Your Kelvin is just absolute zero. Celsius scale in SI derived unit. So it is based off of Kelvin. Okay. But I still kind of like the uh, idea of calling it degrees communist and degrees freedom. <laughs> Yeah, that works. <laughs> well, that's cool. This is once these are defined in absolute terms. As soon as better measurement techniques are developed, the accuracy of these measurements are improved accordingly. And that's a cool thing of making it not relative to a thing. So it's pretty smart stuff. Yeah. Hmm. That was crazy. This piece of metal sitting someplace. <laughs> then someone drops it and bends it a bit, and that's like warped and it like doesn't quite fit. Well, no, that that would be terrible for the meter. The meter was the same way. <laughs> that's what I really think like, the meter and stuff. Or you drop it and skid across the pavement and no, it gets a couple grams later. Whoops. Or, yeah, I, like, picked up some dust off the floor. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, great, you made it bigger. <laughs> Philippe made it bigger. Sacred blue. <laughs> I wonder, like, did they use that every day, or was it, like, a big occasion, like, with the, you know, the plastic gloves and like ultraviolet lights and stuff and like From you know like some fancy thing when they would actually measure stuff so from what I recall like from like mostly Wikipedia and a few other places is that you know you had the kilogram yeah. and then you had prototype kilograms that were w measured against that ah, okay. and those were the ones that everything else that. got weighed from hmm you still must have uh, had some some frequency of comparing against the original, though. Yeah. Because you would want to make the sample kilograms all the time against other samples, because yeah. you get off a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, now it's only worthy of a museum. <laughs> it can change. It can be dropped. Oh, is that the kilogram there? No. Oh. As you can see by the rust. <laughs> <laughs> That's why it's been losing weight. <laughs> or rather gaining weight. Here's a replica. Two layers of glass? Yeah. <laughs> wow. The K20 kilogram at the US NIST. Yeah, like they really don't want anything getting to it. Interesting.
90% platinum, 10% iridium by mass. Interesting that they chose that chose that metal. That'd be a harder metal, though, right? I think so. so maybe they're hoping not to let it wear. What year was it made? Uh, see, the convention was 1875. Okay. IPK is one of three cylinders made in 1879. So how did the guy pick his kilogram? Did he just make it and it's like, well, that's what it weighs, guys. In 1883, the mass of the prototype was found to be indistinguishable from the one made 84 years prior and was formally ratified as the kilogram in 1889. Hmm. Interesting. So that one from years prior eventually degraded enough so it, like, fit the current one. (laughs) We got the four gigabyte model since we're watching YouTube and things like that. I'm like, that's what it's gonna take. I think most people would get the four gigabyte one. It was out of stock, so that kind of. Wait, you don't have it? Yeah, we have it now. It was back there. We, I, I ordered it back. Was it early July? But I didn't get it till end of July or. What happened to your week. energy, man? My energy? Yeah. <laughs> My, um, just the sugar, like, had the spike, and I just dropped. You still have the caffeine, though. That's that's good for, like, hours. Maybe. Maybe. Are you just gonna mellow out, like, Bob Ross or something? (laughs) Bob Ross? Or the painter guy? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I think I'll put some trees in over there. Oh, I'll look at the nice water. Oh, maybe a bunny lives down here. <laughs> and let's let's give him a friend over here. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe there's something like this near you, where you live. <laughs> oh, so uh, I mentioned that the master bedroom was like all smoky. Yes. Smell stuff. So it was like now about a month and a half ago that my parents come over and we essentially uh, painted it down with kills. Oh, yes. The one that will get rid of the odors. Yeah. And then like did a regular coat of mm-hmm. paint. Um, so then, you know, I put my bed in there. Uh, but like the dresser, uh, like I could not roll it from the one bedroom into the big one. Uh, like it couldn't, uh, how should I say it, like, couldn't fit around the corner. Oh. So, like, I needed to, like, maybe, like, put it sideways or something. So, I'm like, whatever. Like, I'll just walk over here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and I'm like, well, it still kind of smells. It's probably the closet. So, uh, then it was, like, last weekend that, or the weekend before mm-hmm. last that uh, they came over and we uh, did the uh, did the closet there. Um, but... Now that I think about it, it's probably the uh, ceiling fan that has the smell. Ooh, that would make sense because smoke goes up. Yeah. Yeah. So. Restore it. I'm thinking, there's one, I'm afraid there's one down here. No, yeah. they have some good fans. Like, they have a nice collection of fans. Uh, and we were at Home Depot for, oh yeah, that blind back there. Mm-hmm. That fits well. Yeah. It goes with, like, the wood wood molding and stuff. Yeah. Right so I told my parents that uh, I was like, "Yeah, I'm going to quit my job as a programmer and be an interior designer." What <laughs> <laughs> do you think of that? Pentium four. So I still have not ordered a spool of Ethernet cable yet. Do you run all of your yeah. all over the place? Yeah. Yeah, that's what you do. And I've, and I've decided that I'll probably have to, at least for the upstairs, that I'll probably have to run it through the air return duct. Works. So it's you know, drilling holes because you see these concrete too in here, right? Not really. So it was your old place with concrete. Yeah. I forgot if this one was concrete. No, I don't think so. Anyway, still beats drilling holes. So, like, I'll probably, I'll probably drop it down through the air return, in between like these two bedrooms. Mm-hmm. The thing is, it's just, like, right there. 
Oh, that you're so it has to come down to like the floor, then across, then down here. When we get the drill, and we just put a hole there and drink the water but, down. But the problem is, is that you know there's the wall here. Uh, and like this is the garage. Okay. And like oh, because your router's in the garage. No. Okay. The uh, like the optical terminals in the garage. That's what it the was. router's in the basement. Okay. Thing is, the wall between the two is right here. <laughs> so you need to go through the concrete blocks well, in the basement. Well, no, like the there's just, like several like bends in the air return. Hmm. So like it like comes down here. It probably like goes over to here. Then down, you know, behind like where the fridge is, and then has to go across a little bit more. So, get one of those uh, snakes they use. Uh, what is it called? It's for a running cable and stuff. Yeah. It's got a name. It's like metal. It's like a giant wound up tape measure kind of. Yeah, might have to do that. But my dad has one. If you if you remind me sometime when I'm coming down. And, like, it was a thing that you want to do really fast. If I have it fast enough, like, if I remember ahead of time to get it, I could maybe bring it down. Okay, it's, cool. I forget how many feet it is. It's probably, like, 50. Like it That'll may, be fine. It may be enough feet. Yeah, 50 is fine. That or I can bring my... I like... Because in my house, some running cables. I like these big auger bits and stuff. You want to just drill holes all over this place. Well, like those... <laughs> like those really, really long drill bits with, like, a flat bit at the end. Oh, uh, I do have spade bits too, but I, I have some auger bits because I have the beams, the old hand heat beams, and yeah. I've had to drill through some of the hand heat beams, and like that's bigger than a drill, drill bit, like a, like the metal ones you would think about. So I have to have an auger bit, and then I have an adapter, an extension, so I can mm. go through the. So like beam. I I remember my dad having like one of those uh, what did you call it, a spade bit? Yeah, the with a square on the end. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I'm like, well, Dad's probably not going to be using these tools anymore. So uh, go borrow them. Yeah, I'm. I'm not sure if like four Ethernet cables will fit up through the hole over here. Hmm. Yes, yeah, so you may need a bigger hole to make that work. So depends on what size you drill. But uh, your intro. I mean, it, it might work as it is, but I mean, like I'd feel better if I widened it a bit. So. Mm-hmm. But. Uh, yeah, it's it's pretty ghetto as it is. <laughs> like it's like literally the cable going up through the wall. Yeah, I'll have to show you my house sometime. <laughs> oh yeah, your shack. So. Yeah, my shack. So, like you said, uh, like fifty feet. I want to say it is because I was trying to come up with a number. I'm like, it's got to be longer than twenty five. Was so what my head was. I'm like, this it's this gray cable here is. Well, when I bought it, it was 50 feet. Mm -hmm. It's probably more like 49 and a half or something. Okay. Uh, so, you know, it runs from the switch on the back of my machine through the wall down into the router, and there's lots of slack on that. Okay. Yeah. So, we could try it. Yeah. It doesn't, it's assuming I bring it down and remember to bring it and all that stuff, it doesn't cost anything to try. Yeah. So the the only other thing is, like, I'm going to have to, like, disassemble the vents down mm -hmm. in the basement. So, like, I'm not exactly sure how that would work. Uh, another thing complicating it is, like, the normal air duct is, like, on, like, a beam. So it's, like, attached to the beam like yes. this. But the air return is, like, up within the beam. It's beside it, but, yeah. like, it's, like, further up, you know? So. Yeah. We could try and see. Like, if you have the, the return off, you might be able to look, look in and see it snaking by as you go past. I don't know. <laughs> So, yeah, this is going to be a, uh, you know, a tough project, but, you know, if I get some Ethernet cable running up into the attic, then, like, you, you know, dropping, dropping a few bundles down to any of the rooms up there uh -huh. is, you know, simple. Or if yeah. I wanted to put, like, you know, like a access point, Wi-Fi access I've, point up there. I've heard putting your router up at the top of your free wireless is the best place to stick it. Mine's metal at my house right now. I gotta yeah. see the pinking one. Not optional to see it. Okay. What were they trying to make me buy? Okay. Awesome. I can use it for video. It helps me have more friends, and it's good for gaming. And I have lots of friends. It's great for outdoor use, too. 
Yeah, and great video for editing. laptops. Yes, it is great for laptops. Definitely great for laptops. Good for cheating in class, too. And it could get me a girlfriend, apparently. <laughs> I was trying to say, I think. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Clocked up to 4 gigahertz? No, they only made it to 3.8. I heard that someone... Uh, maybe this is something we talked about once. That they were using the liquid nitrogen and that they could clock the P4s like 8 or 6. Like really high yeah, further than modern I heard, ones. I heard that, yeah. Uh, P4 over clock record. The other thing that would be cool to do with a Raspberry Pi is like an oil bath. I actually saw someone who did an oil bath and I'm like, that's kind of cool. Like a fish tank oil bath? Yeah, they're, uh, let's see, I think it was like last week I saw someone, uh, I'm not sure if it was a Pi 4, or it might have been a Pi 0, like he, he had like a security camera, like, uh, like essentially a Pi 0 and like one of those, uh, camera modules, okay. and like a security camera housing uh-huh. for, I'm not sure what, and he like connected it up to a, to a solar panel. And, like, he said, he would, you know, it works okay-ish sometimes, but, like, there's heat buildup. And, like, someone suggested, like, get one of those watertight cases or something and just fill it with mineral oil. <laughs> that would work. Yes, I have to show my, uh, my solar panel. Oh, let's see here. I would take that picture. Someplace. Oh, and I killed my cell phone, too, finally. I ordered a uh, new one, and then, was it today, whenever it was, I went ahead and... I thought I had a picture of everything. Huh. I guess I didn't do a picture of everything. That's not near as impressive. I may have been on the phone that I formatted them. Five years overclocked. P4 overclock 6 gigahertz. Pentium 4 overclocked 4.00 gigahertz dot AVI. Not fake! <laughs> oh, yes. first time on the internet. <laughs> well, I mean, he was well behaved yeah. for a while. For almost uh, 50 minutes. That's not bad. He's on and off. Like, sometimes he cries. Sometimes he's more happier. Depends upon what he needs and if he's needs. hungry. Yeah, if he's hungry... <laughs> Or because I can't feed him, or if he needs to sleep and he doesn't feel like sleeping, but he needs to sleep, or if he's just bored. So, have you noticed that it's essentially like a uh, like a general error light, like uh, like a check engine light or something? General check engine light. Yeah, the crying. Oh yeah, <laughs> the crying is like a check engine light. Well <laughs> yes. That's what it is. Check baby. <laughs> Check baby sound. <laughs> yes. At least at this point in time, he's not developmentally enough to be manipulative on purpose, at least. And so crying is typically something going on that uh, he's not happy about. So... Okay, I get up just as the kids, like, crash their bikes in the street. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we were, a couple times when we come, like, the kids, like, like you drive in and they're, uh, they're, like, all crowded around and stuff. I forget if that was the one... T- no, I, I, I think some of them were kind of eyeing us up the one time. It was my one friend who lives up in Erie. That was who it was. I was driving up to visit him once, and this, like, Kind of like the back part of the town and stuff. I'm like driving by, and this black guy like kind of whizzed me. Hey, wait a minute, wait a minute! 
I'm just like, I'm not stopping to talk to you, buddy. I'm sorry. I just like, he looks suspicious. I was just like, ah, I don't want to talk to strangers on the street that just come running over to cars. I'm sorry. But, yeah. Yeah. But the kids, like, play. I think the kids had done something with their ball or something up to one day. But they were, like, I was just like, yeah, don't, like, go running out of front or crash the car with the ball. I'm not as much used to town, so it's more more weird for me to see all, all the people around. I went camping, and can you believe they put the camping sites, like, townhouses in the city, one next to each other, your neighbor's, like half a stone throw away and like at my house my closest neighbor is like 400 yards away um here like my neighbor's house is five feet away i know <laughs> this is not what i'm used to <laughs> like seriously five feet <laughs> to the next house like that's the spacing between the houses here Are you, uh, is the air temperature comfortable here? It's maybe slightly hot for me, but, like, I can live with it. Okay. Depends upon where where you're at. Well, since I'm closer to the vent, my feet are kind of chilly. Oh, you're chilly. Oh, I gotcha. It's fine. My house does not have air conditioning. Okay, so what are you complaining about? (laughs) I was just giving an honest answer. It's okay. My point was, I can apparently live with quite a drastic range of temperatures. Same here. I can be sitting, you know, sweating at my desk. Slaving over my hot keyboard. (laughs) Why would your keyboard be hot? It's the summertime. It's just hot in there. (laughs) Everything's hot. Also work with the wine Ubuntu Studio and gaming communities. Use container technology. Ooh, interesting. Snaps. I tried making. Oh, what was it? it wasn't snaps. One of the other flat pack. Because flat pack looks pretty cool. But I tried like figuring out how you'd make an app because I want to package my one app with it. I'm just like, it's really hard. Like it hmm. needs more streamlining, right? I think we're still kind of in its infancy too. Then, I feel like Flatpak has gone by the side. Like I haven't heard too much about it. Visa. Okay. Still need to make my floppy drive uh, speaker system <laughs> or my MIDI player. I wish people would get that. The password expiration. So uh, at work, I've pretty much used the same password for two years. Even though there has been a policy implemented that you have to change your password after like three months, but it never came up for me. Oh, you're lucky. So I'm like, if you're not going to prompt me to change it, I ain't going to change no, it. No, I wouldn't change it either. And then, uh, so the company that bought, uh, you know, the company here out in Kansas City, well, the Kansas City company just got bought earlier this year, and like they rolled out new uh, policies and everything. So I finally had to change my password last week. (laughs) I'm like, you suck. (laughs) Yeah. I just have an incrementing number, but I'm like, it doesn't make me more secure, guys. (laughs) Unless I, like, told someone my password, that would be the only time. So, like, find the original place where Microsoft said this and email them. I did try emailing the security guys at my company once. And by then, they were already owned by the other company, so their scapegoat was, sorry, but we have to comply with these things. But here's the thing. It's driven, going to be driven by our clients, the healthcare industry, who may not necessarily be technology experts. Like, we get weird stuff that they but want But you are to supposed have. to be the technology experts, right? Yeah, but they have standards that we have to follow so that we can be certified and stuff. So it's, it's a complicated mess. And then I like was reading an article the other day about top uh, 
was like top best stocks to buy that like give you dividends i'm like oh that sounds like a cool article like cheap ones that are, that are doing badly right now but like could have potential i opened up i'm reading the article and like the first two companies in their article like i knew of them and then like the third one like i didn't know of it but it was like all three in the same industry as my company i'm like okay, we're publicly traded now and, like, all the other stuff. I'm like, I, there's no way I can buy any of those stocks because I would totally be in big trouble for the, what's it called, the insider trading stuff. Not that I have inside information, but just that it could be looked like I have insider information just because I'm buying the stocks. And well, the- you, you can look at it like that or you can look at it like you, the the top executives of your company probably get, like, thousands of shares in the company, like, as a matter of here's your paycheck yeah so here's the thing like i buy my company stocks but i have to set up on a pay a buyment agreement like a pre there's a word for it but it's like a pre-arranged buyment that happens six months in advance and so there's no way i can cancel once i tell them i'm going to buy that stock in six months there's no way i can stop that like it's set in motion so i can't like do something weird in my company or hear something and then oh, I'm going to go buy stock because it's going to dip up tomorrow. <laughs> it stops me from doing that. So it's like, it puts me on the same level of ground as everyone else is a theory. Uh, I guess that's the way like you, it's like a buying order or something, but like to buy and sell, they say even selling, it's a good idea to somehow have a pre-set order and you just set that time limit and that someone else executes it on it for you you can't change it then like when they take you to court and they're like you were cheating you're like i wasn't i have no way to cheat mm-hmm. like that was not me yeah. i just did that like six months ago but i so it's not saying i couldn't buy the other ones but i was just like there's slightly risky ones for me to buy unless i figure that stuff so out. do you have a 401k i do have a 401k are you maxing it out i am doing the the matching i could put a little bit more in yeah because you can put up to like nineteen thousand dollars in that a year see i think i'm still a little bit underneath that i might be i'm like 14 or 16 ish in there like there is more i could go into i would like to get there it's like balancing like i'm paying off the house or i bought a quonset hut that's the other thing i didn't tell you yet a what quonset hut what's that uh you know it when you see it quonset hut I did not spell that right, but it comes up Quinoset hut? I don't know. I think it's pronounced Quonset. Anyways, it's 64 by 24. And so, like, I'm digging out the foundation. Like, we got on Craig's Facebook for cheap. So they we, look like little aircraft hangers. That's kind of what it is. It's like a World War II era building style that they started. It's easy to move because it comes in just these little panels that are bolted together. There's like this five gallon bucket of bolts that came with it that weighs more than a hundred pounds. It is oh, really, yeah. really heavy. Like as in there was when my brother brought the trailer the trailer the parts of the building home, like it took his big uh twenty twenty or twenty four foot trailer three loads to get the pieces. <laughs> Anyways, there's this bucket with the bolts in it and it rained the Why are you whispering? I don't know, because my sugar's gone. <laughs> Anyways, and I went to tip the bucket over to, like, dump the rainwater off. And I'm like, tip, and it's like, oh. <laughs> It was really, really heavy. I was, like, not expecting that much mass. Because it's like a thing you, like, get the tip going, and then you go to stop the tip from happening all the way. And it was like, that is really heavy. <laughs> like... I could get, like, a bucket of water or something. It's not anything like a bucket of water. It was really heavy. But, yes, so building a Quonset hut, too, right now. And so I had a guy dig out the foundation with a skid steer. Now I have these these giant 6 by 2 by 2 bricks of concrete <laughs> that I have to figure out a way to get someone to pick up and, like, drop in to make, like, the foundation for it. It's like that. But yeah, anyways, going, looping back to the 401k stuff. <laughs> yes, I, I do, do do as much as I can. I've been increasing it. They say, like, when you get a pay raise, it's a great time to bump yourself a percent up of what you're taking out because then you don't notice it yeah. because you're getting some more money. Like, yeah, I'm richer now. <laughs> and then but you took away from your raise by dropping your 401k. Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, speaking of raises, uh, so they're finally getting around to doing my annual review. Mm-hmm. That was due back in April. 
That was a while ago. <laughs> I had to be of your which dragon. Um, fortunately, any pay raises are backdated. My company used to backdate them, but then, like, new company policy apparently don't anymore, and I'm just like, what? <laughs> so you better get on it. <laughs> like, yeah. But anyways, companies. So did you get the... Because you told me last time, I think, that you had told someone above you that after so-and-so left... Uh, that you could see yourself in their job and you're kind of hoping to get in there. Well, I mean, I've kind of had that in mind for like several years. So like, you know, I mentioned that too. So the whole reason why it's taken this long mm-hmm. is that, you know, my my manager back then, he was like in the middle of leaving. Okay. And since then, there's been a uh, game of managerial chairs, Aha. Uh, if you will. So there's, like, been a whole reorg and everything. So, like, now that the dust is finally starting to settle on that, but the manager that they switched me to, he is, like, really busy right now. Uh, so the, I think it's, he's the director of, like, engineering. So he's, like, working with me to, like, get this done. Mm-hmm. So, you know, he he knew uh, Brendan, which, you know, the other guy that I was talking about, he knew him fairly well. Okay. So I was like, yeah, I could see myself filling his shoes, you know? Mm-hmm. So, and it turns out that architect wasn't exactly the best word describing what he did. More like team lead. Okay, yeah. So, like, still... But still involved in designs you know, coming through and stuff and having well, some... Yeah, so, so like, right now it. I don't really have much say on, you know, like, design and, like, you know, I guess you could say, like, the architecture of the code. Uh-huh. Uh... But, uh, and, like, I've never gone out to, like, any kind of client uh, site for a meeting or anything. Like, I've never been, like, off-site for a project kickoff or anything. Um, but, uh, you know, like, I would like to step a little bit into that. But, you know, still, like, sort of be in the trenches if I need to be. Mm -hmm. You know, like, I would figure out, like, you know, design something. And then, you know, like, maybe even, uh, like, fill in the details and assign them out to people, including myself, to actually build it. Sometimes the disappointing thing about designing, like kind of setting how the system should be, and then giving it to other people, is A, you lose out on the fun. B, they do it wrong. <laughs> You're like, I had it perfect. It was going to work. You did it your way. It's so, not saying their way is wrong. I'm just saying that my way was cool. <laughs> so that's kind of funny. So, uh... Let's see, one of the clients that we launched, I want to say last year, or maybe it was the year before. I think it was the year before. Uh, like, they went bankrupt. So, like, I pretty much, like, stopped thinking about them. Mm-hmm. And then, like, they recently started restarted development. So, uh, like, we never really used pull requests, but it was me and Brendan, like, default on, like, any new pull requests yeah. coming into this repo. So, like, I, I got, like, two of them in a day. So, like, I looked at them and, like, why are you doing it this way? And then, like, ten minutes later, I'm like, why am I even doing things for this project? I'm not even on this project anymore. <laughs> so, uh, and then there was this other client, which we, uh, how should I say, we almost had a complete site ready to go for them. And I forget exactly what happened, but we didn't launch it. So, uh, like, they had this sort of, like, advanced feature. Uh, it was, like, product options, I think. Uh, it was, uh, for, it was, yeah, U.S. Patriot. So, like, this was, like, army fatigues and stuff. Okay. And, you know, boots and everything. So, like, personal, like, options, like, uh, you know, like, the name tag or uh-huh. and, like, the rank and oh, stuff. Oh, the customized thing. Yeah. What have you, yeah. And, like, there is this, like, fancy back end to it. That was mostly done, but they nuked the uh, the development environment, which it was, like, being set up in. So, so like, someone deleted everything by accident. So, like, we have the code for it. We're just, like, we weren't exactly sure, like, how the data behind it was supposed to be structured. Oh, I see. So you have no database. Uh, I mean, we have products and everything, but, like, we're not sure, like, how things were to be connected. And, like where exactly uh like it still needed to be worked on oh okay because they just got pulled the plug so who cares once you plug pretty much and the client meanwhile is coming back he's like you guys were like almost done right yeah yeah next week maybe (laughs) next week 
yeah, next week's good for me. <laughs> so, so like we, uh, like my project manager, uh, Steve, yes. my Steve, uh, my Steve, uh, like estimated like 250 hours to like complete this and like make sure everything's yeah. going right. The other side of the company, the other side of the project was like, oh, this will be like 80 hours. And like Steve's like, what the hell are you basing that off of? <laughs> it's a swags are. Right. <laughs> uh, fun stuff. Uh-huh. It's interesting working for a for-profit company. Just like you think about like comparing it to like government jobs and stuff. I'm like, it's really different, I think. That's the key thing. If an organization has successfully implemented band password lists, uh, multi-factor authentication, things like that. Detection of password gifting attacks that blows all the just laziness. They don't want to. They will ignore you at first, of course, because that's what enterprise administrators do. Because information security, like transfer security, is too often irrational, one-way ratchet. Their culture of fear and incentivizes theater and actual. See, I'm kind of afraid of the SMS two-factor. Yeah, about how someone could hijack your. That's phone happened number. too too much. Like that's a big security hole. The needs exploited a lot, so they gets fixed. Yes. In fact, uh, it was somebody who had like twenty seven million dollars of Bitcoin stolen, and yeah, now he's suing AT and T for like two hundred million. <laughs> yeah, I remember hearing about that guy. And I think it happened to him more than once, didn't it? But then he like fix it once, and they stole it back or something. I forget. It was him or another guy, right? Okay, so Oracle bought. The- yeah, that was a few years ago, and I will have to be doing that. The books were stuff working. I keep saying it. It sounds worse each time. The book boys. <laughs> what happens to my free books? You can continue to read free books you've downloaded until July 2019 when they'll be no longer accessible. The books will stop working. Postgres says when you told me about leave it searching this. Yeah. I, in fact, uh, exposed this on my blog, but I really. I really want to use this. The only problem is, is that this is a Postgres 11 feature, and my server is only running like 9.4 or something. So if there's like some kind of back port, I would love that. That's exactly what I'm searching for right now. Okay. Okay. DuckDuckGo index patch file. Great. <laughs> Large applications that could take an hour to install could be reduced to 15 minutes with suitable mouse input. <laughs> provide source information so I can dig deeper. If true, I owe some baby boomers apologies for things I said about 20 years ago. <laughs> of course, I wouldn't exactly say it was a flaw. It was probably a smart thing to do at the time. It let the program you're using be responsive. Well, along with all the other programs on your machine to be responsive. <laughs> for reasons that are not entirely clear, but probably due to performance problems on low-end machines, Windows 95 tends to bundle up the messages about I.O. completion and doesn't immediately wake up the application to service them. See, I remember moving the cursor around and seeing some progress. Well, and then, you know, what I figured out, like, you know, how to say it around, you know, like sometime in the early 2000s is hover the mouse cursor over, like, the edge of the progress bar. That way you can see if it moves or not. Yes. It's a big lie. Yes. I know it's like wiggling with the green white line running through it, but is it really moving? Well, well, no, that that was with Vista. This is like way before oh. that. Yeah, like this would probably be like Windows 2000 era. It's like, yeah, it's like this install is taking a long time. Is it even doing anything? <laughs> Hover and then like wait a few seconds. Mm. Oh, okay. <laughs> You're cool. I guess I'll wait. Of course, I think by that time I had dual CD drives, so I could probably like listen to something in the other drive. Relations. Yeah, they have stack exchanges for like I, all the things. Yeah, they have a lot of things in there. It's cool because I was like, I saw a stack exchange on the side that looked kind of fun to read, and I was like, no. I'm like, wait a second, I'm not at work. I can click it. Because <laughs> you see these cool things when you're at work, you're like, wow, that would be fun to read that one. Like, no, I'm kind of working right now. The key word there be kind of. So, uh, I mean, we're already like an hour and 30 minutes into this, so... Yes, I'm ready to go. I hit the end of the articles and I got distracted. Well, you're kind of not working. Kind of (laughs) not. screen has a lot of junk on it. Yeah, I should probably get a wipe some type of off. Okay, res only. Okay, and it's the even one, meaning it's me, but... We probably do the dialogue first, then I do this stuff. Okay, got it. Uh, 
I, I forgot. Am, am I the odd or you are the odd one? That was kind of easy for me to remember. Har, har, har. Okay. Oh, yes. On that one site, I forget which one it was reading, I saw just a headline quote of an article that was trending. It says, I ruined developers' lives with my code reviews, and I'm sorry. <laughs> I might have seen that, funny. too. I didn't read it. I just saw it. I was just like, that's... Uh, that's do really these funny. pants make me look fat? I don't know. <laughs> Especially that one with, can I ask you a personal question? <laughs> Yeah, that, it was a personal question. <laughs> it was a personal question about me, though. <laughs> that was great. So, so yeah, I sent this to my mom and asked that, and she's like, no, they don't. <laughs> Very defensive. Uh, all right, well, bye, Fringe. Bye, Fringe.